It's in the name of God who invites us to reflect on his word, to meditate on his teachings, to be in his presence, to experience peace and rejuvenation, to leave this place refreshed in Christ Jesus. It's in his name that we reflect on his word. Today we're going to be hearing Jesus tell us that the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. You may be seated. How many of you took advantage of the three-day weekend that we had last weekend, Memorial Day weekend? You, you got away, you, you found a little bit of time of refreshment and relaxation. Any, anybody? Man, Lutherans, we need to, we need to mellow out. <laughs> there should be far more hands raised. We, we need to take advantage of opportunities for re- rest. <laughs> Great, I'm going to fall asleep in your sermon, Pastor. The, the leading cause of most health-related illnesses right now, uh, and this impacts people of all ages, is stress. Any of you relate to stress? Yeah, see, you're, you're German and you're Lutheran and yeah. Um, <laughs> stress, it, and it's a good thing at times. Stress is, is a way of our... Uh, Our response to stress is actually a good thing. Um, If we are under threat, we can fight our way out of a situation, or maybe we freeze or or we get out of that situation uh, and get away from that threat. If our body is constantly under a state of a stress response where we're constantly feeling threatened, then that leads to those issues that I was talking about, whether health-related, heart-related, or any of those things that can cause you to have... (sighs) A shortened life, to be frank. Stress, we need a a way of managing it. And and today I'm going to reflect on on God's design for the Sabbath and and how it was intended for it to be a blessing to us and and how we can take advantage of it and truly be refreshed and rejuvenated. Let me give you just an example. It was an illustration that I I read, and it, it was about a woman who makes a phone call to a friend that she hadn't touched base with in a while. So she picks up the phone, she dials, the other voice answers, and hello, and hi, how are you? And she goes, terrible. Well, well, tell me more. Oh, I'm just a mess. The the life is just so busy. I'm I'm frantically running around here and there. The the kids are are, are driving me nuts, and I I just need some some downtime. the friend says, you know, uh, just go take, take a nap. I'll be right over. I'll cook you lunch. I'll take care of the kids. I'll even do the laundry for you. Oh, oh by the way, how's Sam doing? I don't know any Sam. Oh, my goodness, I dialed the wrong number. <laughs> Are you still coming over? <laughs> Who can relate? That is a a picture of what I call the harried life. You are so overwhelmed by the demands and expectations of life, you're on burnout danger. You you need help, you need support, you need something to intervene. That's the harried life. The hurried life means, okay, you recognize there's so much for you to do, so you kind of let things go. You you spend a few minutes here or a a minute here. You don't have time for the details. The big picture is okay. You say things like this, ah, it's good enough. 
both of those kind of responses still have the aspect of hope. You think you can get it done. This goes on long enough, you might find yourself in what I call the hopeless life, where you feel trapped or stuck or like there is no way out. And when it comes to your own self-care, why bother? You're in a state of anxiety or depression. You can't function anymore. You are burned out. Stress will do that to you. Do you know that God cares about you finding rest? And he placed in the scriptures in several places uh, an opportunity for us to hear a teaching about the Sabbath, to take advantage of an opportunity for rest. For, For God's people in the Old Testament times, God designed a day that he wanted to keep sacred, and it was designed so that the people, his people, and their animals and their servants would rest from manual labor. God cares about the the whole well-being of his people. Over time, that idea of the Sabbath got perverted. It got man-made rules and regulations made it so that if you broke one of those man-made rules, you were in danger of violating God's law and you broke the Sabbath and the Sabbath became more of a burden and it was just harder and harder on the people. And even Jesus in the scriptures, you hear how Christ was questioned. His disciples were hungry, so they plucked a grain of wheat and they ate. And then Jesus was challenged for healing a man who had a withered hand. And Jesus had to set those religious leaders straight. He said, listen, the Sabbath was not made... Excuse me, let me back up. The Sabbath was made for man. It wasn't the other way around. God intended the Sabbath to be a blessing for us to be refreshed and to be rejuvenated and to to be able to do the things that God has given us to do. He cares about our whole well-being, physical, mental, emotional, and and spiritual, and, and it's good that we're here to be reminded of that. But let me ask you this. What are you looking for today as you come to worship? Are you looking for a word of encouragement? Maybe to sing a, a favorite hymn, or, or maybe you know that this is the first weekend, and so we have the opportunity to, to have communion, to be strengthened by God's body and blood. Are, are you looking for the sermon to only be 12 minutes and 20 seconds rather than 30 minutes long? Are you hoping to be refreshed and rejuvenated by the time church is over? Or are you looking forward to the potluck to take care of that? Are you here because you feel like you have to be here? It's more out of duty or obligation. If any of those negative aspects of why you're here, I'm a little afraid for you being in spiritual burnout also. Because God's word never returns empty. He, he cares so much about us. He wants this to be a day of blessing. And actually the clearest teaching uh, is when Jesus speaks, actually he has a, a very similar encounter in Matthew. This is Matthew chapter 12. But in Matthew 11, he talks about rest. And he says it like this. He says, come all who labor and are heavy laden. 
I'll give you rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and, and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You see, God cares about our whole well-being. He cares about our souls. He wants to make sure that our tanks are, are full. These vessels that he created that we carry within him, the, the life of the resurrected Christ, and we can impact the kingdom and do the work that he's given to do from a position of being rested and refreshed and rejuvenated. And we cannot do that apart from Christ. He wants us to not have a hurried or harried or hopeless life. He wants us to have a a healed life, and it can only be found in Christ Jesus, connected to him, the author and perfecter of the faith, the one who speaks peace to you, the one who says, rest in me, find rest for your your souls. He wants your tank to be full. Many of us will try and do it alone, and and I think I've shared this at times with you in in either Bible teaching or or maybe in another illustration, where during my seminary days, I was just overwhelmed by the demands and the papers and and all the work. I didn't realize the work was going to be more challenging in the parish, but I was burning out on the Bible. It was just a textbook. It wasn't even fun or or I didn't even have the desire to read it because it was one more book that I had to read. And I was frustrated with that. I I didn't want to be in that position. And so I prayed about it and I talked to some friends and, 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 and through all of that, God revealed to me that what I was doing was taking my own understanding, my own viewpoints to the scriptures, and I was trying to pull out from there what I wanted to believe. And that's dangerous. And it punched a hole in my spirituality. God allowed that time in my life, a time where there was near spiritual burnout. But what he did is he showed me that he had a different way by being connected to him, by by reading the scriptures the way he wanted us to understand, to to hear from him, his teachings, his will, his plan for our life, I was able to be refreshed and rejuvenated and and be engaged and and do the work that he wanted me to do. Do do you realize for, for, for me, today is Monday? Who here enjoyed going to work on Mondays? Wouldn't it be dangerous if I showed up? Oh my goodness, it's Monday. Yay, church. I don't want to be in that position. I want to be able to be in a place where I'm refreshed and rejuvenated. And and this is what God allows us to do by being connected to him on a regular basis. Now, how, how about this? Rather than working and working and working just to get to the weekend so that we can rest, what if we had a different viewpoint, a, a, a God-centered viewpoint, where we look to him for rest And out of that rest and rejuvenation, we can do work. So we are more energized on Monday. We're able to do the things that he wants us to do. And by Wednesday, we're plugged back into certain things. Maybe we're reading word for Wednesday or whatever we can to be tied into the scriptures, to be refreshed and rejuvenated. And we come to worship on Sunday, again, sent out, refreshed and rejuvenated because we've been reminded of God's work in our lives, to be forgiven, to be set free. That's what God wants us to have. And and so the Sabbath isn't just a one-day thing. It's this rhythm in life that he wants us to have, where we're connected to him on an ongoing basis, fed and nourished by his word or, or by the sacraments. Yeah, we have a time where we gather together in worship and praise and give thanks. 
but it should be our daily routine because the Sabbath was totally intended for us to be pointed back to the work of Jesus Christ. It would be like you had a phone call with Jesus. Answer the phone, he says, hi. You say, hi, I haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, <laughs> you say, well, about that. Yeah, I've been a little busy. Uh, uh, things have been a little nuts for me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not proud of that. Uh, um, I've just been feeling like I'm under attack. I, I just, something had to give. And, and yeah, that my time with you is, uh, and, 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 and Jesus says, stop. Stop trying so hard. Be still and know that I am God. You see, I, I have you in my hands. And, and take time and, and be reminded of that and be refreshed by that. I've taken care of everything that separates you from me. Look at the eternal picture, not just the worldly picture. Look at all that you have, the blessings that he's pouring out, I'm pouring out into you. Forgiveness, life, salvation. It's my gift. We try and go it alone. We run the risk of being burnt out. We stay connected to Christ. We have life, we have it to the full. We are refreshed and rejuvenated in him. Amen? Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard our hearts and lives in Christ Jesus. Amen.